wait, this is frugal. Fit mom, how dare, cookies aren't cookies, fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, fit has nothing to do with cookies. It's right. about riding my mountain bike up a mountain of which I need cookies to make it. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. This is Christine from Frugal Fit Mom, the Frugal Fit Mom podcast. And I am doing an interview today with a highly successful YouTuber, mother of two, working mom. She does everything. My friends, this is Jen Chapin from the YouTube channel, Jen Chapin. Very, very original. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so I, I actually love your story because I'm gonna ask you to share it, you know, long story short. Yeah. Right? Because you came from being, let's call it very broke. When, very I, was broke. A, when I was a child, yes. Yes, pretty poor, worked your tail off, got your nursing degree, did your job, started YouTube, were successful there, are successful now in both. This is the American dream. Some would say that, yes. Yes, some would say that. You came you came from nothing. Yes. And you built this life, which is fabulous. So give us a rundown on that. Yeah, so I grew up in the Midwest. My parents got divorced when I was pretty young. I think I was around eight or nine. And I don't think my parents had the same type of work ethic that you or I have. And so I, I really did grow up. I would say below the poverty line, but I wasn't really aware of it at that time. And so I was always, I always knew that I wanted to not have my children worry about things like that. I wanted to make sure that they were well provided for. And so I put myself through college and have the student loans to prove it. <laughs> and Didn't you just pay those off? I did, yeah. Congrats. Fantastic, yeah. yeah. We paid off my husband's last year too. So it's it's a good life for sure. But I have always felt like I don't know, like it's it's interesting how your childhood shapes you and mine just basically turned me into a workaholic, but it's fine. <laughs> is, is that because you didn't want to experience that life ever again? Is that what it is? I think so, but then I've also done a lot of therapy, so <laughs> it's, it's always interesting how the experiences we go through as kids, like if we feel abandoned or whatever, you know, then you're always sort of trying to soothe that part of yourself, maybe by like proving something to people. I don't know, I wouldn't trade my life or my situation for anything. I do worry though, like about the, and I don't know, tell me, maybe you feel this way too, like about our kids, like not having to experience adversity. Is that going to have a negative impact on their work ethic um, do or do you mean adversity in what way specifically like not struggling with money as a youth would yeah you mean like that okay so mine's slightly different than yours because i would say my mother and father grew up a little bit like you uh pretty broke families very very uh, they didn't make a lot of money like really poor and so my parents were were the you version mm -hmm. right so they worked really hard i would say we were middle class yeah we did not have toys at all we didn't take vacations i mean we went camping here and there yeah but we also had plenty of food on the table and mm -hmm. we had you know clothes and it was whatever all of our needs were taken care of for sure and i went to the movies occasionally yeah right okay so that was my childhood growing up so i had much less experience with lack of the necessities of life perhaps uh -huh. maybe than than you and i turned out okay i have a yeah. pretty good work ethic Maybe that's partly a personality thing. That could be. Um, maybe it's partly how you're raised. Maybe it's being involved in sports as a kid. So I like knew how to work hard at physically. So mentally. Did you have a job when you were a teenager? Yes. Yeah, I did too. But yeah, yes. I think I think that teaches a lot of work ethic also. Your kids are a little bit younger than mine. You know, hers are 
10 and 13. Yeah. And I have 10 through 18. You know, I think as long as the kids learn how to work, your kids are in sports, my kids are in sports, you learn a ton of life skills. Being involved in sports as a youth and as a teenager, I think all of those things can be really beneficial without having to struggle through living under the poverty line. Yeah, that's true. That's a good perspective. I like, I, I like that perspective. Yeah, and I, I think too with kids, you know, making sure that they grow up not just having everything handed to them, mm -hmm. even if you are financially able to hand things to them, you know, having them work for things. You know, my kids have, they get an allowance, but they have to do chores to, to get the allowance and, you know, teaching them responsibility and empathy. Honestly, like, I think that's one of the things that I, you know, sometimes you feel like you're really screwing up as a parent or like you don't know what you're doing and then, you know, your kids will be like empathetic towards someone in a bad situation and you're like, okay, I'm doing, I'm doing an okay job. Like, <laughs> it's okay. Like, so, sometimes despite our best efforts to mess them up, the kids turn out all right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, so you work a lot, Jen. Yeah, I do. I, so my, my day job, I guess you could say my, my nine to five. So I've been a nurse for 17 years now and I work as a healthcare consultant. So I don't do bedside nursing anymore, but, um, I went back to school. My kids were little, they were like four and seven or something like that. Well, anyway, I went back to school and got my master's. So I was really proud that I was able to do that. And that obviously opened up some more career opportunities than I had I had previously. So yeah, so I work as a, as a healthcare consultant. We go around to hospitals all across the country and consult on different patient care issues, quality issues, patient experience, things like that. So it's a really fun job. I travel pretty frequently for work. I've been trying to like dial it back a little bit because it's not, I found that it's like, it's fun, but it's not always great on my mental health to be gone mm -hmm. all the time. And my kids, obviously don't like it when I'm gone all the time all the time either so I really try to limit it to like one week a month two weeks a month is like the absolute most but yeah I love my job and I am one of those weird online entrepreneurs that you know I, I always feel kind of weird in the online entrepreneur space because every like the goal for everyone is like when are you gonna quit your day job right when are you gonna yes. quit your day job yeah, everyone says that. yeah when yes. are you gonna quit your day job and I'm like I don't want to quit my day job so in, in some ways I feel like that has maybe hindered me a little bit on YouTube because I can't put as much time and effort into it as I could if I didn't have a nine-to-five but it's I don't know it's really important for me that I keep that part of myself because I really like health insurance and <laughs> and I like Me too. I love health insurance. I love health insurance and I love having a 401k and I just feel like I've I worked really hard for my education and my career and and I enjoy what I do. Now, would it be different if I hated my day job? Then yes. Or maybe you didn't make very much. Yes, yes, for sure. Like if yeah, there there have been times in my life I would say too or maybe even when my kids were really little where if this YouTube thing would have happened to me then, I probably could have saw myself leaving my job at that point. Right. Because when you kind of weigh the pros and cons, it, it would have turned out differently. But also part of, like a large part of my identity and like some of the content I share on YouTube is about being a working mom. And I get comments from women all the time, like, you're, you know, I, I relate to you because I work outside the home too and blah, blah, blah. And so that part of me is like important to keep. And I do feel like if I, Sorry about the Rude. saw noise. The, the, the neighbor's putting in new floors. It's How rude. A, excuse me, sir. I'm trying to record a podcast over here. Sir, excuse me. 
But I do feel like if I did, if I were to quit my job, that that part of my content online would maybe lose a little bit of authenticity. Perhaps, um, yeah. Yeah, and so even though I, I think another misconception is that YouTubers don't work. Like I'm sure people tell you all the time, like you don't have a job. Like, no, this is a <laughs> this, yeah, no, this is a job. It's an actual job. And we don't just make Monopoly money, you know. So <laughs> it's like <laughs> Are you saying the money that I make from YouTube I can actually spend at the grocery store you and can, they, they will yes. give me goods in exchange for paper with ink on it. That is right. That's what you're saying. Yeah, and that's the funny thing too, like about I think a lot of people who start out on social media really don't start out, you know, with the idea that they're going to replace their income or quit their job or do whatever. Not, well not yeah. Not any of the people I know. No. Like not yeah. not maybe in our genre or uh, people who started like five years ago. Yeah. None of us thought that. Right. I mean, I started out when I first, it's funny because like when I first started making videos, like in the capacity I do now, like I told my husband, Hey, I'm going to start putting grocery hauls on, on YouTube. And he's like, no one is going to watch that. He's like laughing at you. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, whatever. So I'll show you. Bucko. Yeah, yeah. That was just the motivation I needed. No, but yeah, I mean, my goal at first was just to make enough. I thought, okay, if I can make $800 a month, that'll pay for our groceries that, for the month, you know? That was staggering to me back at the beginning. I, yeah. I couldn't imagine ever making anywhere close to that because I was making like $25 a month, $30 mm -hmm. a month. Like my husband and I were like, could you imagine if I got a payout, which was a $100 limit. So you had to be over 100 before they'd pay you. I was like, could you imagine if we got $100 every month? Like we did that for a year. Yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> And that took forever to even get to that point. It's an interesting conversation to have too, because we were just chatting about this earlier about how sometimes in the, the mom YouTuber space, there's negativity around, you know, monetizing your content, doing sponsorships, make, making money in general. I think first of all, because I think that unless you make videos, you can't, you don't really understand the amount of work and planning that goes into it. And I don't think that anyone should work for free. Why especially not? Why, why shouldn't they work for free, Jen? <laughs> especially women. Like we, we deserve to get paid for our time and compensated for our time, especially if people value your content, you know, they should, they should want to support that. But I do feel like it's a little bit skewed for women on social media. I think that women in general, not just on YouTube, but I mean, there's there's just more negativity towards women, and especially when we try to make money and monetize our, you, you know, know um, su subsidize our work a little bit. What's <laughs> interesting is I grew up with parents who taught me that I could have anything I wanted as long as I wanted to work for it. And I was never told that I couldn't have it because I was a girl, never. Mm -hmm. So I grew up thinking that I could have anything and do anything that anyone could do, men, women, whatever. And so it wasn't, I felt that way my whole life until I started YouTube. And when I started making some money on YouTube, because remember it's years before I made yeah. any money. But once I started making a little bit of money on YouTube, I realized that what you are saying is true. It was shocking to me, something I didn't learn until my mid to late thirties, is that women, especially in our genre, I'd say the mom mm -hmm. era, are really we get a lot of negative attention for making any money at all. And I think it's the craziest thing. It is I crazy. don't understand why women don't want other women to make money. They, they pave the way for everybody else. Why can't we all make money? Right. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I've definitely seen the disparity between men and women on YouTube, on social media in general. It seems like the 20 year old, like the younger crowd, females are fine to make money for some reason. Mm -hmm. But if you're 
I don't know if you're 40, you're not allowed to. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not really sure what it is. You're past your prime. You're, yeah, it's over for you, just give it up. I don't really know what it is, but I have seen men get praised for things I get attacked for. I would agree with that. But I also think that like, it's one of the reasons why, and sometimes like if I do Q and A's and people will be like, why do you do sponsored videos or why do you do sponsored content? I think there's like a couple different answers of, of that, at least for me, you can weigh in on this also. Well, first of all, I think it pushes you creatively. Yes. Um, it mm -hmm. also gives you motivation and, and a deadline to do things by. I am someone who's very motivated by time constraints and deadlines. And if I did not have that, I I know for sure I wouldn't put out as much content as I do. Depending on, you know, a, a lot of factors on, on YouTube, on how many views you get, on what the, you know, the ad rates are. Personally for me, if I didn't um, do any sponsored content, I just would not get paid enough to continue to do um, YouTube. I think I figured it out one time and I would be making like $6 an hour or something like that. And that's just not, I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with getting paid less than minimum wage. <laughs> a, lo a lot of so. people are not okay with getting paid minimum wage. Yeah. So yeah, that may, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. $6 an hour. And honestly, like I, when I first started YouTube, like if you would have told me like, oh my gosh, you get to do videos with Walmart, Barilla, Clorox, like we're talking like household names. Like, I just think it's so cool. Like Things you use yes. anyway. I think what? it's so cool. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just think stuff like that. I got, like, I got brought a MyFitnessPal. Yeah, I did them too. Sponsor. That was, yeah. I've personally been using MyFitnessPal since 2012. Me too. For 10 years. I've actually just been using it on my own for 10 years. Yep. And I was like, this is a company I've used forever before yeah. I ever started YouTube, before I got a smartphone. No, right when I got a smartphone. Yeah. <laughs> I swore I used it on my computer before I had a yeah. smartphone. Yeah. So that was super exciting to me. If it's a company for me, if it's a company I like anyway, yeah. or maybe a new one that I think is a cool idea or a good product, I don't see the problem in putting in an ad spot. Here's the thing, I have four kids. That's a lot of college. <laughs> That's a lot of uh, driver's insurance. They're, they're kind of getting their licenses right now. Ouch. It's a lot. It's very stressful as a parent. I just registered my kids for swim and I only have two kids and it was almost $700. And you, you did this. <laughs> I know, right? Thing. Yeah, it's expensive. And then you're like, sign me up with another sponsor because someone's <laughs> got to pay for this crap. Yeah, exactly. But there's a lot of expenses as the kids get older. Mm -hmm. And as I'm trying to like bump up retirement, the 401k, everything's getting more expensive. Everything. And I mean, I don't know why someone would be angry at me for trying to provide for my family because that's all I'm doing. I, I agree with that. And I also think that it's part of it too is because, you know, making money online is a, fa is a fairly new concept. I mean, obviously well, not the, anymore, but for some people it is. So, okay. so tell, so tell me this, like, let's say you were to open a boutique in your town okay. and it blew up and you sold a ton of clothes mm -hmm. and you were there every day, mm -hmm. you know, working, getting mm -hmm. inventory, selling, you know, selling like physical goods. Right. Yes. There, there would be no one who would berate you no. for making a lot of money doing nope. that because you're you know, in a physical store selling this, you yep. know, well, but like on uh, in the online space, it's, it's not physical goods. It's, it's content, it's education, it's information, it's, it's well, value. Somehow well, you're bringing you value. How long have we been watching TV and movies? Oh yeah. Yeah. How, how long has that been going on? And why is Facebook free? Why is YouTube free? It's because of it's advertising. Because of ads. Yeah. The radio is free. Yeah. Instagram is free. TikTok is free. They all have ads. Do your kids call commercials ads? 
I think they do. Mine do, and I'm yeah. like, it's a commercial. It's an ad. They're like, what? Like, if we go to a hotel and they actually see like yeah. actual TV, yeah. like cable, because we don't have that, they're like, what? Oh, look at this. Three minutes of ad. Five minutes of ads? <laughs> <And> <laughs> like, they're not the commercial. commercial. <laughs> they don't even know what that is anymore. Yeah, yeah. Jen, you're a YouTuber. You have how many subscribers now? Um, I think channel? I'm up, I think I'm up to 124,000. 124,000. That is a lot of subscribers. So I know you're on YouTube, you like YouTube, you consume YouTube. I do, a lot. So give me like two channels that people would be surprised that you watch. What are they? What are they about? Zachary Michael, who Christine <laughs> introduced me to. Did I really? Yeah, and I sort of like fell down this rabbit hole of like internet drama girl world drama like <laughs> yes and so like so i would say that's like probably the one genre that i watch that is really not related to the content that you or i no, <laughs> produce no. at all but i, he I don't is, know he is the nicest yes i he has a really great personality he's really funny i could just like listen to him talk about paint drying and it would be funny yeah you it, know yeah, yeah it would be funny which, by the way, I actually go to Chicago like quite frequently for work. Shit, go meet Anna. So I know. So we had it planned one time, and then I think he was sick or something, and I don't know. Mm -hmm. we're, it, we'll we'll get her done sometime. I I've talked about this one that I watch. I've talked about it a little bit recently, but there's this mountain biking channel. Their husband and wife, they're professional mountain bikers. That's what they do. Their channel is called Sid and Mackie. They do one video a week. I'm obsessed because she had this like horrible nerve injury and basically couldn't walk and she had to like relearn how to use her body. Oh wow. And so she got, she was off the bike for two years and then I've been watching her journey back into like getting back into fitness and back into racing. You know, she wasn't at the level she was and it's been really a struggle. It's so realistic. She's so relatable that I have just been, I adore their channel. If you're into mountain biking or outdoorsy mm -hmm. stuff, I just love her journey. I love both of them. They're so kind. They're such skilled athletes, but they're so humble. Mm -hmm. They're not braggy at all. I just really enjoy that. But that has nothing to do with what I do. Yeah. <laughs> I would say the other thing that I watch is ASMR. I love Stop. ASMR. You do? I love it. Yes. I kind of don't like it. Uh, that's fine. I Yeah, I, I get that. And it's mostly just like at night because sometimes I have like a hard time. I don't really, I don't have really trouble sleeping, but sometimes like to get to sleep, I have, I just, my mind won't stop. So then I'll listen to it then. But, but I agree. Some people think it's creepy, but it is a huge it is. genre mm -hmm. on, I mean, millions of, some of these channels have millions of subscribers and it's just, it's crazy. Well, I'm in the wrong genre. I know. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. what, what am I doing? Yeah. We, though we talked about that earlier. We should have started a dog channel. Yeah. If I had started <laughs> a dog channel, I would have made it. That's if right. I would have had the beach house. I don't know which beach, but it would be on a beach. That, that's what it would be. <laughs> the Mississippi River. <laughs> that's where I belong, right there. You can't handle this California life. I know, right? <laughs> what is current book you're reading? Jeanette McCurdy, I'm Glad My Mom Died. Okay. I understand that title is very divisive and it's very um, visceral to like to say that right but it is so interesting to hear I'm actually listening to it on audible but it's so interesting to hear what she went through as a child actor and she she was really profoundly abused by her mother mm -hmm. and so and, and I not I have not always had the best relationship with my mom either and so listening to that is very interesting to me and it's 
it's amazing what people can go through and come out the other end as like normal, well-adjusted human beings. Right. Obviously with lots of help and therapy and whatever. But yeah, it's, it's really eye-opening and it makes you think about children acting I don't know, it's not an industry, but whatever, like kid, kids in, in films and on TV, yeah, you know. I, I would say child actors is yeah. probably an industry. Yeah, yes. she, she talks about how, you know, she just became so obsessed with her appearance because, I mean, you're always on camera and she had developed multiple eating disorders and how her mom really, like, enabled, like, her mom started teaching her when she was, like, 11 how to calorie restrict so she could stay young and get these roles. And anyway, it's, it's a really good, it's, it's a memoir, obviously, but yeah. it's, it's a great book. Okay, cool. I, on Audible, am listening to No Time Like the Future, Michael J. Fox. Oh. Which is endlessly fascinating. Is it a, is it what type of genre? I would say it's a memoir of, okay. his, of his life, of, of him retiring from acting because of his Parkinson's and then finding yes. his way back into doing different characters and not having to hide his Parkinson's and use it in the character and dealing with mortality as his uh, health worsens. I love Michael J. Fox. Mm -hmm. I've, I've been a fan my whole life. I've seen like everything. Back to the future. Everything he's ever done. Uh, what is that? The Secret to My Success? You see that movie? I have not, no. It's so good. I'm, I love Michael J. Fox. I just, he's so charming. Yeah. I just love him. And then I've seen him in later work. You know, have you seen The Good Wife? He plays this horrible character in I The Good did. Wife. I yes. yes. And then I'm watching Scrubs right now and he does a character arc in Scrubs. in Scrubs. And I, I just adore him. So it's fun to hear him talk about his career post everyone knows about Parkinson's after he technically retired. Yeah. So that's really fun. I'd recommend. Parkinson's is a terrible disease. It is terrible. Disease. My, my husband's grandmother had that and it's just, it's a terrible death. I, mean, I, it's, I agree. Yeah, it's, I mean, obviously he survived for a very long time with it. So, mm -hmm. you know, the treatment is better now, but it's, yes. yeah. Yeah, that's, they've made such huge advances in medicine across the board. Like, um, I have MS. I have too. a cousin that has MS and then I have a good friend that's been HIV positive for, he's still alive. But like he was diagnosed in the 90s. Mm -hmm. Like back then that didn't happen. Right. Right. And yeah. so just to see how medicine has improved and extended his life dramatically has mm -hmm. been just amazing, I think. Okay, let's go back to YouTube. What is your favorite thing about being a YouTuber? Favorite? My favorite thing? I think just interacting with like my audience and talking to people in, in the comments. And I think too, just the connections with people that I've made through it is something that I never would have had previously. Like my husband can't conceive that, you know, we would be friends with people online. Like he thinks that's weird. <laughs> Does he, is he mean, ever online? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, no. But I mean, I've, I've made a lot of good friends, like not just other YouTubers like Christine, but even viewers, I, mm -hmm. you know, who I text with regularly or, you know, I'll go and have dinner with them if I happen to be in their town while I'm traveling for work or just, yeah. So I, I think I'm an extrovert by nature. And so it's really energizes me to connect with people. I, I suppose if you're an introvert, that would just exhaust the so hell out of you. But your husband's an introvert. <laughs> yes, he My, is. Mine is also. Yes. So I feel like, yeah, I'm an extrovert as well. And it's, it, it, yeah, it, it creates a different community, but I don't think, I don't know why it would be weird. Online dating has been a thing for forever. It's no different that's than true. that, but for that's not true. dating for friends. Yeah, that's true. He just needs to get with the times. <laughs> know, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. That's your favorite thing. What is the thing you hate about YouTube being on YouTube? What, what do you hate? What do I hate? No one's easy for me. I think at, at some point it does get the, just the, the grind part of it gets a little um, exhausting. I wouldn't necessarily say that I hate it, but 
I feel like at some point it becomes a numbers game, mm -hmm. you know, and you're, you just feel like you're under pressure to put out a certain type of, of video and, you know, kind of just like continuously like looking at the numbers and looking at the data and like my previous life, I was a, a clinical analyst for many years. And so you like data, I like data. Mm -hmm. I did healthcare data for many, many years. And so this is obviously not healthcare data, but it's still, I mean, it's still I, analyzing data. Yeah. It's still analyzing data. And so that part kind of can get in my head a little bit. And so I think it's really important. Like just as with any job, you have to see yourself separate from your content that it's not a personal failing or a refle reflection on you if your video doesn't perform well or, or whatever. And then I would say the other thing is, I mean, obviously like the negativity, but I've gotten better at, you know, not giving it attention, which I think is all you can do is it, just it ignore is it. But it's do. very difficult because I do feel that sometimes people don't realize that we're human beings. <laughs> um. <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying my, feelings and, my yeah. most hated thing is about the negativity. Not not that I disregard feedback because that's not what that's different. I, I encourage feedback. I really do. I will listen to you if you have legit feedback. But we're talking about people that are just legit hurtful. mean and hurtful for no reason. And it's it's not even that it happens, it's that people are learning to be mean with no repercussions yes. because if you were mean to someone like that in person there would be you just wouldn't repercussions be. you wouldn't be first yeah. of all and if you were you get punched in the face yeah or fired from your job or you'd lose all your friends or like something would happen and online you just have tap, 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 tap. you have permission Ooh, to be off. a bully yeah and you learn how to be cruel and i think we need the opposite i think we need to learn how to be kinder and so it's just i think it's, that's the wrong vibe what are the top three negative comments that you get over and over? <laughs> over and over? Yeah. How dare I use olive oil, like expensive olive oil. That's not frugal. I get, I get reamed for, cause my name's frugal fit mom. People so think I get, that... um, I get bashed a lot for things that people qualify as not frugal or, or they'll do the holier than thou. I'm more frugal than you because blah, it's blah, a blah, contest. Blah. Yeah. Cause it's a contest. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's not really mean it's it's weird it's a odd comment i get yeah, a lot yeah. am i trying to pick mean ones mean ones yeah okay anything yeah. about my hair or my face oh my gosh they hate like they hate my hair if i cut it they hate it if i color it they hate like i i dyed it oh, purple yeah i remember that and i ended up putting the word hair in my comment filter because yeah. i was so sick to death and what's funny is it didn't catch up on camera correctly it came across as like pinky mm -hmm. it was purple it was dark purple in person and the camera couldn't catch it right and people hated it and everyone told me. Everyone told me how much they hated my hair. And I'm like, yeah, well, first of all, cause I can go fix it now. And second of all, it's my hair. It's like, my, why, why do you care? It's on my head. <laughs> and then I, I do struggle with a little bit of adult acne also. And man, people have a lot of things to say about that. What's wrong with your face? Why? Oh my gosh. Why, why do you have cold sores all over your mouth? And I'm <gasps> like, they're actually not. They're zits thank you for bringing it up i guess my concealer didn't work like <laughs> people comment on that all the time um what else i don't know mean i don't get a lot of mean ones anymore yeah not like not anymore i've been called a man like i look like a man that one's pretty fun <laughs> what about you what do you get i get i get some of like you need to put down the camera and go spend time with your kids yeah. Okay. Or, or like stuff, you know, stuff like that. Like people. You don't have the camera going twenty four. I know. It's not the Truman <laughs> Show. Like what is that? 
video what do they want you to do uh, yeah and and you know to, to that point you know if my kids do say anything negative about their childhood that's probably what they will say is that yeah. mom worked a lot and you know I yeah. own, I own it, it but you're, it doesn't, you're welcome for that college education yeah and, and, and I mean I, I yeah I do own it I, I know that they'll say that but also it's really important for for me not just for my daughter but for my son too to be like a, a positive role model in terms of like what does it look like to work hard and what kind of success do you have because of that so i mean we all have we all have baggage and our kids will say something about the way we raise I'm them i'm sure of yeah, course I, I say things about um, my parents yeah it's, yeah it's their fault i have food issues i hoard cookies oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I do. I put an entire tub of Cool Whip on one slice of pumpkin pie. I will not apologize. Yeah. <laughs> That's my parents' fault, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say the other comment I get, and I, and I put, you know, filters in to, to block all these words because at, at this point, I don't even, I don't even want to, to read it because I don't, I don't want to see that. Like, I feel like my channel is, is the place where I get to say what goes and what doesn't go. I agree with you, absolutely. And, and yeah, yeah, and so so I get the comment a lot that I'm overweight and I'm unhealthy and I need to lose weight. Oh, why, thank you, I didn't realize. Why does, I anyone, lose weight. <laughs> why does anyone feel like it's their responsibility to comment on someone else's body Yeah. in a negative way? Regardless of whether, Regardless. I'm sure people tell you you're too thin. Yeah, I get all of it. Yeah. You're too thin. You yeah. look like you gained weight. You yeah. look oh awful. Gosh, yeah. Uh, you wait. This is frugal fit, mom. How dare cookies aren't cookies. fit? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm like, fit has nothing to do with cookies. It's right. about riding my mountain bike up a mountain, of which I need cookies to make it. <laughs> That's right. Carbs. I need carbs. I need the carbs. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would say like the the overweight, unhealthy comments. Anytime you share food on YouTube. Oh um, yes, that's a good one. What someone told me mm -hmm. once is that almost everyone eats food, and a lot of people have children, and so they always have opinions about mm -hmm. those two things. Yes, because they have experience. Most people eat, and so of course they have experience th that they would like to give you some advice, either on eating or parenting or, or one or the Unsolicited other. Unsolicited advice, yes. that, that comes across yeah. a lot. I get a lot of food. Uh, advice, quote advice, yeah. end quote. <laughs> and, and it's funny to me that like someone perceives that their comment on the internet, like me reading that from a stranger, just would flip a switch in my head and say, oh my gosh, you're right. I do, I do <laughs> use too much salt. I did not I know pizza rolls were unhealthy. I'll stop buying I, them forever. Okay, I, I, this one's funny. I sometimes get uh, chewed out for like drinking a Diet Coke or an energy drink or something. It's usually a Diet Coke because I'm hamming it up for the camera, okay? I'm being goofy. I'm being like weird for the camera. Yeah. I need to make the video 10 seconds longer so I can get mid-roll ads. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's gotta be eight minutes. <laughs> it's gotta be eight minutes. So, <laughs> so I'll like play around with the, like, I don't know, make it a big thing. And people are so weird because they're like, I can't believe your Diet Coke. That's so bad. Don't you know about the cancer causing chemicals in that diet? I'm like, listen, they're a multi-billion dollar company. I am not the only person drinking Diet Coke. <laughs> Okay, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Like, can't I make a joke in my video yeah, and yeah. enjoy my my one treat? I have very few vices. Yeah. <laughs> Let me have my cookies and Diet Coke. Exactly. I, I actually started blocking like the word junk because people say junk food. 
processed oh, really? process that's too much processed food like and i feel like i cook a lot you do cook um, a lot and i feel like i buy like a good amount of like produce and like anyway but it's you know people people always have an opinion yeah they always try and tell me to be more like bobby parish oh gosh <laughs> always they're like I you have a lot need, of thoughts about that <laughs> you need to go watch bobby thank and you I, and i'm like not everyone has bobby's a thousand dollar a person yeah. a week grocery budget i think okay? what i think what bothers me too about about him is that like i think he does make helpful content yeah um, sometimes yeah but i think some of the stuff that he puts out there i don't know is necessarily backed by research or you know and so yeah. and it's it's fine i mean like no no one would accuse him of being unhealthy no no <laughs> no some might accuse him of being too healthy yes exactly yeah <laughs> I mean, his his daughter is adorable, though. Uh, don't you have his cookbook? I do. Is it pretty good? It's okay. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Mental note. <laughs> but I also have a cookbook buying problem, so that really doesn't say much because <laughs> I, at this point, have more cookbooks than actual books. That, probably yeah. yeah well I don't know it's pretty close because I was in book of the month club for a long time oh. where I got two books a month and I haven't read hardly any of okay them. so you're saying you have <laughs> so many cookbooks that you don't have enough days in your life to cook all no, the recipes that are I don't even cookbooks. have enough bookshelves I need more bookshelves <laughs> okay let me ask you this so your kids are your youngest is 10 mm -hmm. so you can assume in eight years your kids will be gone that's the plan. Okay, so in eight years, what does your life look like? So eight years, I'll be 47, so I'll still be working. I think we will probably, I don't know, I try not to talk about this around my kids because they get very emotional, like how, how dare you ever sell my house that I grew up in. But I think at some point we'll probably sell the house and then we want to get a place in, in Colorado. I love the mountains. Living in the Midwest my whole entire life, I just see, uh, mountains are just like, it's, majestic they are. they are like i don't know mm -hmm. we we're just actually in colorado and adam and i were driving through uh, rocky mountain national park and he goes do you think people that live here just like take this for granted no they no we don't we <laughs> and i'm don't. like i hope not no, like <laughs> we do we do not um because, but you, we also have to go about our lives yeah like, not yeah. every day is a vacation <laughs> like staring gotta... at the mountain <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> we, we have to you know go do the 24 7 hustle you know what i mean yeah I would hope to have maybe be able to buy a place there and then my husband it's my husband's dream to like split time between there and Kansas City because he's a big Chiefs fan and so he's always wanted Chiefs season tickets. I hope that, you know, my children are successful in their academics. Do I think everyone has to go to college? No. Am I having them go to college? Yes. yes. <laughs> You're, yes, I mean, I you have a master's degree. I would say you're pro-education, but you're also realistic. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, depending on what you want to do with your life, I think that, you know, once you have, obviously, choose a degree that is useful. Yes. Choose a degree that you're going to actually be able to make money with and, and have a career if that's what you want. But I do think it gives you an advantage in life. And, I mean, there's research out there to show that, like, overall, you know, college graduates have higher incomes and, mm -hmm. and all of that so yeah hopefully my kids are going to college for something fun i don't know what i think is really exciting is that my son really wants to play football and he's you know he's young now but mm -hmm. once he, i hope that once he gets into high school he's able to play football because he he loves playing it well and, he's gonna be tall he's the tall I mean, kid he would, yeah he, i think he'd be great yeah he's i'm sure will i still be doing youtube in eight years that's an interesting question 
I don't know if I will be. Well, it's, oh, well, hard to say. I it's hard to say. Yeah, I mean, I, I think at, at some point, I don't know, like as long as it's still fun for me and as long as it is creatively fulfilling for me and, and as long as I can, you know, get fairly compensated for my work, I think I'll continue to do it. But, but I do see a point in time where maybe I do step back from it. Are you still going to be doing YouTube in eight years? I have no idea. I can't even think past next year right now. Like yeah. I, I'll do it next year. I want to see how next year goes. I want to see, I wanted to try a few new videos just for my own fun times and see if people like it. I have some ideas. Mm -hmm. We're just kind of take it as it comes. You know, you can't, pivot. I need to pivot. You can't do the same yeah, content for seven years, yeah. right? So I'm, I'm playing around with my creativity process at the moment. Okay, Jen, it's the end of your life. You get one last meal. <laughs> I was like, this is depressing. Yeah, no, it's not depressing. <laughs> it's, it's about the food. Okay. What is your last meal? Oh gosh. I just love like a good steakhouse dinner. Yes. Like I could uh, like probably like a nice filet, mm -hmm. a baked potato or some mac and cheese, you know, some carby side, a good like blue cheese wedge salad, shrimp cocktail. Dessert? I'm not a, a huge dessert person, but if I were to choose, I would choose cheesecake. That's one thing that I do not mind spending money on is good restaurants. Is a good restaurant. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I will drop some coin, but, it's, but it's an experience. It's, yes. Yeah. I've been to two or three, uh, what would you call them? Fine dining. Uh-huh. Right. With like, you don't order, they bring it yeah. to you. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. this is what the chef is making yeah. tonight. And the, the servings are quite small, but there's a lot of different mm -hmm. options, like a lot of courses and whatever. And the, those are quite the experience. The, it is. The food is just phenomenal. And it's really, really fun. Cause usually my mom pays for it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so that's, Even better. So that's fantastic. <laughs> so Jen, uh, if people want to find you on the internet, where are they going to go? Yeah. So I'm on YouTube. Weird, right? Wait, um, what? What's your channel name again? Yeah, so so you just go to, to YouTube and type in Jen Chapin. Uh, my, my channel will pop up. I also just released a meal planning course, uh, which was really fun to make. So I have that linked over on my channel. If you struggle with meal planning, I would recommend that you take the class. You know, I talk a lot in, in the course about how I'm not perfect at it either, but it can really help alleviate your stress during the week. I took the course. It was a lot of info. Yeah, a it was fun to make. Info. So mm -hmm. yeah, so so check you that out. You also have a cookbook? I do have a cookbook. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, that's another thing that it's really, on Amazon. Yeah, that really I think without YouTube, obviously would never had an opportunity to write a cookbook like that's crazy. So yeah, it's called the Essential Pantry Cookbook. It is on Amazon. And essentially, essentially, it's <laughs> the cookbook is based on a core list of pantry ingredients, 80 ingredients, and every single recipe in the book you can make out of just those ingredients. So some may call it frugal even. You might call it frugal, actually, <laughs> yes. I'll leave all of Jen's information and links or whatever in the notes so you can check out any of those things if you would like to. Thanks, Jen, for hanging out with me. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is okay. fun. All right, talk next time.